You are on Line of Sight, a War Machine and Hordes podcast for new and experienced players, sponsored by Broken Egg Games. Welcome to episode number 19 of Line of Sight. I am, of course, Chandler, and I'm here with our intern, Brett. Hi. There's no I got Jayden promoted today. to Jayden. Yeah, you got, you got promoted to Jaden. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I think that's a promotion. Yeah, that's pretty good. It's one of the higher ranks you can be in the uh, Line of Sight conglomerate. <laughs> there's, there's a very serious ceiling. Yes. Yeah. You've almost reached the top. There's nowhere to go but down, Brett. <laughs> oh. Yeah. Yeah, Jaden is uh he was at I five this this uh this last weekend, so which is in uh, Portland, I believe. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I believe that's correct. And um, he both didn't paint his War Machine weekend models and he didn't construct an army from scratch. Which yeah. So I think the was a complete waste. Yeah, basically. Um Yep, yeah, he he went up there to a team tournament with some of his local guys. Uh, sounds like it didn't go super well for them, but that's fine. I, that's I, I like, fine. I was following uh, one of my friends from California. He's like, he shows his sheet, he's like, Zerkova 2, Zerkova 2, Zerkova 2, Zerkova 2. Guess all wins. Guess how long these games took total. <laughs> <laughs> Funny luck, that's how my LCQ will look with my Krios one. Just like, yeah. oh. Round two. I got a lot of lunch breaks. I went and played, <laughs> played, played a scramble in between the rounds. It was good. Yeah. Round one, uh, he didn't know what the Revelator did. Round two, thought Stealth would protect his caster. Round three. <laughs> <laughs> Round three, didn't know Kreos' feet. Round four, <laughs> thought Purification had been removed from the game. Yeah. <laughs> it's like, nobody knows this caster anymore. It's been far too long. Going back to the old days, except for Ammon is the other one. If it was like Krias, like I don't know, Sevy One or something, that'd be old school. Oh, but Harvey. Harvey, yeah, there you go, Krias One Harvey. Yeah, yeah. that would be old school. But no, it's gonna be Krias Ammon. It's gonna be good times. All the Adrians, pew pew. Yeah, yeah. so I'm trying to prep for him. we kind of I'm like, all right. So I think I know what faction this guy plays. I have no idea what any of the kind of lists that this faction plays anymore is. I know. It, it's <laughs> it's funny. Like, especially after all the theme drops and stuff, like, we haven't really had enough events to see, like, what the heck's going on with the meta since that. And so it's kind of like, you, there's a few things we kind of know about, but for the most part, it's like, it seems like this could go in a lot of different directions. Yeah. Yeah, I played against Crix like six times since the theme drop, and uh, that's it. So yeah. I'm, I'm good if I find a Crix player. It seems good. Yeah, and I mean, we were talking earlier about like, because you uh, you may be playing against Protectorate, right? And it's like, what do you attack for, right? Like, you know, like there's there's kind of anything. Like it could be any number of it. You could be like, well, I might need a lot of RFP, or I might not. <laughs> that might be a complete waste. I don't know. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So this week's episode is a little bit more uh, off the cuff. We're not super tightly organized on this one. Um, it's really just going to be me and Brett talking about kind of upkeeping, upcoming bleh, War Machine weekend stuff. Uh, as far as news, though, I'll hit on that. Uh, we have the War Machine weekend brackets um, that got posted the uh, day of recording, which is Sunday, the 29th of October. Um, so we get to, that, that's, we'll be talking a little bit about that, but, um, yeah, they posted up a thing showing everybody and who will be playing who. And that's one of my favorite things about the Invitational, to be honest. I think that's a really cool thing you don't really get out of just, just about any other event. So, yeah, yeah. it's, it's fun just to make brackets and see who, uh, like cheer on people that you may know. Yeah. Yeah. And I mean, internally, it seems like it'd be fun too. Cause you're kind of like. Especially if you do know, like, pretty solidly what factions and common lists you're playing against. Like, it ends up being kind of some interesting mind games there. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, it's like, technically speaking, you could meet anyone in the finals, but there's half the field you couldn't, you know, meet till <laughs> till <laughs> yep. pretty far in, you know? So it's like, yeah, it's kind of interesting. 
It's like, how much do I tech for my first couple rounds versus my last rounds? Especially since a lot of the time with, like, big events, right, you kind of do that, like, well, first couple rounds should be pretty easy. It'll just be random people. But this is, you know, all the invitational people. Everybody here knows what they're doing. So I think it was two years ago, uh, Jordan Nock, um, drove, he, he lives near St. Louis, so he drove yeah. down with like, four armies. And so as soon as he figured out the LCQ, he's like, alright, let's pick this faction that absolutely raffle stomps them. Perfect. <laughs> and, and he built a list that completely raffle stomped it. And he sure won that first round. <laughs> <laughs> Nailed it. Perfect. Um, I'm trying to think if there's any other news going on right now. I don't think we have a whole lot new. We've of course got Warm Machine Weekend, which we'll be talking about, which is just a, like a week out. Mm-hmm. Uh, um, it's less than that. It's a few days out from when we're recording, and, and on the day that you're listening to this, if it's the day it's out, uh, you'll either be traveling to it or sad you can't go. Um, I wrote a campaign system for Company Iron based on more time, and I'm very excited about. Nice, Company. Yeah, I guess that's one thing. Uh, Company of Iron came out. That's kind of news, right? Um, we mentioned, of course, that it was going to be coming out on the the last one, and it was out by the time that recording actually went out, but. Uh, Company of Iron is actually out. The rules look really sweet. A lot of cool little uh, little interactions in there. It's uh, it's going to be really weird to adjust to because it is so similar to War Machine, but there's like all these weird little things, and I'm going to forget them constantly. <laughs> like apparently stealth is different. <laughs> yeah, just just a lot of odd things. I mean, even things like like ranged attacks have minus two to attack rolls from outside of like eight inches. You know, it's my like, strategy to not take any guns that are longer than range eight. That way, I don't have to remember yeah, that. It's perfect. <laughs> zealots, zealots for days. You're rat four anyway, right? <laughs> Yeah, blood trackers. There you go. Perfect. Right about um, at the right range there. Yeah. Um, I, yeah. yeah, I think I think it's going to be fun. Um, I'm hoping it's a good way to get new players in, but we'll see. Yeah. Um, if not, it's just a great way for us old salts to play something fresh and new. Yeah, for sure. And it's good for if you have kind of limited time, too. Uh, I, I tend to not get into the game shop till kind of late, and sometimes, like, the way that games will finish out, I'll only have, like, you know, an hour-ish you know, like hour and a half maybe, and it's like, well, I can't really play like a War Machine game because I'm going to kick us out, but we could not get a Company of Iron game or something for funsies. Yeah, I think um, Speed Company of Iron will be super fun where you get like a sand timer and you only have like 30 seconds per uh, activation. Mm, yeah, that could be really fun. <laughs> yeah, uh, lots of interesting little things in there. Most things seem like pretty clearly Company of Iron stuff. We did notice an interesting thing with Electroleaps, though. Oh, yeah, there's, with there's several electricity rules. anyway. Yeah, there's several rules from Company of Iron that I just want transported into the main game. Yeah. Um Yeah, and the and the reason this one was interesting is it didn't really seem like it was like a specifically for Company of Iron mechanic. It's kind of like are we seeing a preview of a change? Um <laughs> which was that in uh, in Company of Iron, immunity electricity you you can't electroleap off of models with immunity to electricity either. Uh so you wouldn't be able to shoot your own stuff in the back. Um, no spark. Yeah, no spark notes. I like um, no names. Yeah, spark. right. Uh, yeah. So hopefully that would be that would be a neat change. I'd be cool with that. Although I have I'll plenty play. of I have plenty of opinions about how Electroleap <laughs> should probably change, but yeah. Uh, let's see. ATCs in January. You and Jaden are going to that. Yep. Um, that will be pretty cool. Wish I could make it up there, but alas. LVO is way too close to it. <laughs> yeah. If, if it wasn't like the week before. Um, yeah, I don't think there's anything else going on, though. It's been it's been pretty chill. I mean, uh, War Machine would be crazy. Yeah, right. That's the thing. We're, we're, we're in that little bit of a lull here. We'll, we'll be yes. heading into War Machine Weekend pretty soon. So, uh, I didn't set up a rule of the week this week. Uh, uh, what, do you want to do one? Time turns. Ah, nailed it. That's perfect. <laughs> Okay, this uh, is very relevant to anybody heading to War Machine. A lot of some people don't know this. Um, <laughs> War Machine weekend is very timed turns intensive. Um, it's because the LCQ is one of the largest events in the country. It's kind of so absurd. Nobody, yeah, nobody owns 150 death clocks. Right, and um, yeah, and even like most scrambles you do, uh, well, really all scrambles you do. Every game I have ever played at War Machine weekend was timed turns. Mm-hmm. Um, the Invitational is done on Death Clocks. Yes. Uh, because there's enough for that, but they just blanket everything. Everybody, there's just egg timers everywhere. Um, there's just so many little timers. So that is actually pretty relevant. Uh, that was definitely something I had to figure out the first the first year I went. Um, <laughs> pretty, pretty quick. Uh, why don't you tell us how time turns works? Okay. So I, 
Um, so the way it works is um, you don't deploy on the clock. Um, you just deploy, and the judge will tell you when to start the, t- the round. Um, you will get 10 minutes per turn, um, and you will pause your clock if your opponent ever needs to react, for example, with like countercharge or um, recording damage or stuff like that. Um, and then once per game, you can use your extension, uh, which you have to call before the time beeps, I think. Um, or within like a second or two of the time beeping. Um, yeah, they're, they're, yeah, they're usually pretty like people are pretty chill about it. It's hopefully. like if you hear it beep and go extending, like nobody yeah. cares. <laughs> um, and that gives you another five minutes once per game. Yep. Um, and if you run out of time after that, then <laughs> then your turn ends. And you're screwed. Yeah. So um, it, as far as the so just since as we've just talked about just the timing, like the amount of time part. Um, I found this bit not too hard to adjust to. Um, I'm a pretty quick player anyway, and really about 10 minutes per turn with like one kind of longer turn is, if you play Death Clock a lot and you're decent with Clock, you're probably going about that fast anyway. Um, It'll catch you sometimes, but for the most part I didn't find it too bad. Um, But there's definitely other parts you have to think about. Like Dice Down. Like dice down, yeah. Dice down is super important. Um, because oh, what, what happens when your timer runs out during your turn? I think your turn just ends. Yes. Yep. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I believe you complete, you know, whatever roll you're doing. It's kind of like a death clock at that point. You complete whatever roll you were right in the middle of, and then uh, you just move on to the other player's turn. So you can just not activate things. It does happen. Um, so, yeah. Um, yeah. How does dice down work? So you start going through tiebreakers. So um, whoever's ahead, <laughs> ahead on scenario. Okay, so first round, dice down happens when the round, round timer goes off, which I believe is two hours plus or minus a dice roll. Uh, yeah. Um, mm-hmm. You're a TO, you would know. <laughs> uh, I, then... I, I haven't run any time turn stuff. <laughs> but it's, uh, yeah, it's about that, yeah. It usually is about 50 to 70 minutes. It's kind of in the realm, realm of correct. So That's less than an hour. Oh, sorry, I meant... Sorry. <laughs> it's 10 minutes less than two hours or 10 minutes more than two hours, typically. That's, that's about <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> Intern does the math around here. Uh, um, that's probably for the best. <laughs> um, so when that happens, you start going down the tiebreakers. And the tiebreakers are the zeroth tiebreaker is number of living uh, Warcaster Warlocks, uh, which is usually... Well, I mean, it's, that one's always going to be tied. It's, it's, because... it's, it's a good tiebreaker. <laughs> <laughs> because if you've killed a forecaster, you've won. So, why are you playing? And then the next one is scenario points. So whoever has the the more scenario points. Yeah. Um, and I believe when Dice Town is called, you score uh, zones as they lay. I believe um, that is correct. Yeah. You have one round of scoring, and then you determine. Um, the next tiebreaker after that, I am fuzzier on. I think it's points destroyed crap uh i believe i believe that well actually okay yeah might shoot, be this is where we're gonna get screwed up i believe it is points in the zones i believe that that is correct and then do, 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 looking yeah. up the organized play document yeah. so as you could tell uh we kind of grabbed this one off the cuff and <laughs> as much as so the thing is is that war machine weekend plays time turns Nobody else on the planet plays time turns. Um, right. I, like it is, it is so in America. Rare. Maybe it's maybe it's uh, else. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, so it, it is very, very rare. So there are little things that we don't always remember exactly. Typically, the next type. So the the tiebreaker after control points is about as far down as you'll typically go. But I don't remember which one it is. I don't remember if it's points destroyed or points in the zone. Um, because usually. Usually one of you will be ahead. Uh, yeah, the scenario is the most common. Yeah, scenario tiebreaker. scenario is the most common tiebreaker. Right. Um, uh, first yeah. tiebreaker, Warcaster Warlocks remaining. Second tiebreaker, control points. Third po- tiebreaker, army points destroyed. Um, so this is entire units, um, uh, entire groups of solos. The fourth tiebreaker is scenario presence. So this is okay. uh, points and zones. Cool. Uh, yeah. Um, so this is kind of an interesting way you have to play because it does change how the game functions a little bit. Um, 
some lists will be very, very good death clock lists that will not play correctly on time turns. Um, I have played many lists over the years that I was like, well, concede a couple control points early and then come back in the late game. But if that game goes too late, you will lose on tiebreakers. <laughs> right. Um, so you have to, you do have to play just a little bit differently than than how uh, you might normally. Um, it's just kind of something to think about. As part of the reason I changed away from the Thyra list I was playing is, is I think it's very, very good, but I don't think I can activate it on time turns. In a Death Clock tournament, I can run it. I have clocked on it. It's the only <laughs> list I've clocked on in years, but you know, with a few more reps, I feel good about it. Um, but at time turns, I was like, I don't think I can quite make that happen. Mm-hmm. Um, so I changed it. Um, Dice Down is a very... It, it requires a very different mindset. Um, you have to think a lot more about being ahead in the moment. And... Um, or kind of mentally knowing when you do need to be ahead. Uh, it can be uh, a little scary when suddenly uh, s- suddenly the dice down drops and you're not sure what the tiebreakers look like. That's always a, a stress- <laughs> stressful minute of, like, we have the same number of points, and now we have to sit there and calculate all this stuff, and you're, like, butt-clenched trying to figure it all out. So the one thing I can say is that you want to um, pay more attention to scenario points and make sure that you're... Um, always ahead uh going second is not a guarantee of um being ahead on points in a time in a, in a dice down uh format yeah um but being ahead on points is <laughs> i mean it's always good right um and it's something you can look for as an out um although i will warn you that slow playing is considered unsporting and can get you a warning slash an ejection so yep don't do that this is true yeah, um, yeah, it's that. That's one of the frustrating things that that can happen about it is, it's it's abusable in certain ways. Um, but it's it's really not bad. I, I I've enjoyed everything I've done on on time turns just fine. Uh, I, I've not really ever had any major issues with it. I did an event once that was death clock and dice down. That was the worst. That is the worst. Yeah, that was uh, a bad idea. <laughs> was it the so? There's actually there was a rule in I think last Steamroller maybe this one mm. where it's um, if you pa- if you illegally pause your clock too much um, and the round timer goes off on death clock you both you you tie basically you both lose yeah <laughs> like wow that is that is punishing for people who pause their clock too much yeah um, that that being said uh, in time turn formats uh, pausing your clock is okay and recommended um, yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's the, what you should be doing when your opponent has to do something on your turn. It's it's kind of the it's it's the replacement for when you pass the clock to the other person, like if they're doing something slowly or if there's something they need to do or if they're straight up like activating a model. Um, yes. You can and should pause. Yep, for sure. All right, yep. I think that's time turns. Yeah, more or less. Um, if they have any interesting tweaks to it, I'm sure we will find out. <laughs> so yeah. Um. Yeah. So generally, the, the central topic here is just gonna be War Machine Weekend as a whole. Um, we've got, of course, two two of us, not not myself yet, yet. are uh, yet are um, <laughs> uh, going to be uh, playing in the Invitational. Um, and I, li- I like uh, that our points are so similar that our our seeds are almost the same. So we're like in the opposite brackets. Yeah. Like, right. I can't yeah. You, yeah. You're really right next to each other. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I thought that was kind of funny, too. I was amused. Um, so, yeah. Uh, Brett, who are you playing? I'm playing against Josh Crow, yep. uh, who I have done some Facebook stalking, and I've determined he's a Canadian player. Um, I think there's, I think like half the bracket is Canadian, even if yeah. you don't include me. Um, so it's not super surprising to run into Canadian, because they've been doing extremely well this year. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, um... And he is Protectorate, right? That's what we are. That's what he has played most recently, so yeah. no fucking clue what he what, <laughs> what lets he's gonna bring. Nobody knows. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And, and really makes me consider uh the plan steal all the revelators. Right. Yeah. Yeah, so that will be <laughs> I, I wonder if somebody would just throw the revelator right into a, right into the War Machine Weekend invitational. That would be Jane was talking about it. Yeah, well, yeah. Jane's like, should I just play Protectorate? We're all like, no! Although, let me tell you, I was amused about uh, everybody's like, 
both of you kept talking about just like either i don't know how to protect for protectorate or protectorate's the best option for me right now and i was just like yes yes Protectorate's scary as hell like they're basically brand new them and trolls and maybe scorn are basically brand new factions yeah that's definitely pretty interesting yeah things things have changed the world is the world is different. Um, Jaden is who's Jaden playing? He's let me bring this up. I've, I've lost He's playing Chris Orr, Orr. another yeah. Canadian, another Canadian. Just, <laughs> let's play, just lousy with Canadians. I told you, it's, it's unstoppable. It's madness. Yeah. Um, so yeah, that will be an interesting game. What does Chris Orr typically play? Well, when I knew him, he was a Menoth and Legion player. Um, I actually played him in the first round of War Machine Weekend Invitational two years ago. Jane's going to be so upset if he just, like, round one straight into Legion. Abby, an Abby 2 yeah, player. he's yeah. like, fucking Abby 2. <laughs> he'll be the saddest the saddest kid in school. Yeah. <laughs> um, poor Abby. Yeah, that's sad. Um, well, interesting. What, are, what do we think is going to be the hardest round one matchup? The hardest round one matchup. I think uh, David Bochamp into uh, Chuck Ellswick. I think that's yeah. going to be the, the game to watch. I think uh, Keith Christensen versus Corey Doyle will also be excellent. For sure. Uh, Jake Van Meter versus that awesome LCQ player. <laughs> Jake Van Meter versus Chandler? No, that's going to be shitty. Yeah, sure. <laughs> 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 Sad face. Um, You're going to stomp him so hard. Yes. Um, if you want more, one more off the beaten path, I think... Um, Charles Soong and Carl Jones are both uh, undersung players that are extraordinarily good. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. That should be really interesting. Um, um, I think Dan Newton and Mike Prier are, is going to be a great match because they always they play the weirdest War Machine Weekend games, both of them. Yeah, and like, Dan just plays the strangest lists anyway, that just like <laughs> yeah. nobody knows what's going on, so like Prier is just going to have to come up with whatever nonsense he can. To, to... Well, it, it, Prier is like the, like the ultimate standard player. Yeah. <laughs> it's gonna be interesting. Yeah, it should definitely be a uh, pretty weird. Although Prier plays a lot of um, like Harbinger, doesn't he? Yeah. Sorry, when I say standard, it's his standard. Yeah. Like he doesn't he doesn't play anything special. He'll play the same thing for like two years. Yeah. But, but everyone else is like that list is terrible. Yeah. Just like right, and he just he's just kind of like, well, I don't know, I'm winning. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, and if and if you haven't watched Chuck uh, Chuck Ellswick play before, it is a treat because he will he plays like among the most of Americans I know, and he just plays every faction, every list you can think of. Um, he he will never bring a list that someone else has built, <laughs> as far as I can tell. Yeah, like I played him at the end of Mark Two, and he was playing Testament. <laughs> Yeah. yeah Testament it's just, Mark II. It's just like, who knows? <laughs> yeah. Who knows what we're at. And Beauchamp's a really, really good player. Uh, I think he switched to Kador recently. Uh, uh, maybe. Yeah. I knew, I knew him as a troll player. Yeah. So maybe he'll be back in So maybe he'll be back. I mean, that's the thing. Is it's, it's, kind of a, it's kind of a mess. Um, we have a Utah in there. Oh, yeah? Yeah. Uh, Richard Potter. Oh, that's Bubba Dalton. Bubba yeah. Dalton? Bubba Dalton. He's from the Deep North. <laughs> yeah, he's from the Deep North. The Deep North. I love it. <laughs> yeah. yeah, Richard Potter is a, a local guy. He's the he's the one I always I always call the the final boss of events in Salt Lake because he's <laughs> he's one of the players who I definitely have a lot harder of a time with. Um, really cool guy too. Uh, there's actually a whole bunch of Utahns going. I'm pretty excited about it. Awesome. Well, I'll be happy to meet him, but I'm rooting I'm rooting for Bubba. Reasonable. <laughs> Because Reason. Bubba's awesome, and he was on my WTZ team, and he's fucking hilarious. Yeah. Seems pretty good. So, yeah. That'll be Surprisingly interesting. few mm-hmm. Floridians, considering how much they've been tearing out, how much apart. they've just been wrecking things. Yeah. yeah. I think it's just... Maybe they just can't make it out? Uh, yeah, maybe. I think... Maybe just one or two? Maybe. Yeah. It should be interesting. Uh, I'll of course be wandering into the last chance qualifier with oh, my be fun. glorious protectorate. It will be a lot of fun. Um, I hope to do pretty well in it. I it would be a lot of fun to win it, but even just getting pretty far in, I'd, I'd really like uh, just getting a lot of good competitive games in. Um, yes, and you know if I do take first, it doesn't suck. <laughs> I could have all all three of us in there, it'd be perfect. 
That be would be amazing. Well, then you'd have so to be an ADC. Uh, God. Because <laughs> then I... our entire team would be. Right now, four out of five. Four out of our five players are on it. I know. I wish I could make it. it makes me sad. Um, stupid traveling. Stupid traveling. Stupid money. So I just gotta, I just gotta beat like a hundred and whatever people, and then stamp through JVM, and then Elswick Bochamp. Yeah, Elswick Bochamp. Yeah. I feel like the LCQ player always looks just like screwed. From the like every time I see it, I'm like, good lord. <laughs> that's always that's true. It is always true. Uh, except that last year the LCQ player won. Won. Yeah. Yeah. And there was one. There was another one a while back, but um, uh, yeah, Pagani. We, yeah, I think it, yeah, it was. Yeah. yeah um, Pagani got. Or no, sorry. Uh, Pagani beat Flanzer, who got all the way through the LCQ to the finals. Yeah. Yep. Yeah, so it happens. And I mean, there's 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 some interesting advantages to it. There's a little bit of mental exhaustion there, but there's also momentum, which is something a lot of people, I think, don't appreciate yeah. in competitive games. Um, yeah. Flanzer is a freaking incredible player, and I think yeah. that was the unveiling of Runes of War in the competitive meta. Mm, timing sounds right, yeah. And it was also Grim 1, just <laughs> wrecking Butcher 3. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, for sure. So, yeah. Okay, so, are we, so we're not going to go through every matchup, but do you want to talk about what is the bracket of death? What is the bracket of death? Well, so, it's a little... Uh, one of the coolest things about this here is there's a ton of new blood. There is, yeah. A lot of these are definitely different. Um, with, with the exception of the top bracket, which is, like, all all players, all known players. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, man. What's going to be a really difficult bracket? So I would say probably the top Sorry. bracket. Sorry, from the so that's the ones that's like, I mean, this is a bracket with Jake Van Meter. You've got Jake Van Meter, Elswick, yeah, that one's pretty strong uh, start. Jeremy Lee, uh, David Smith, uh, and Matt Zellis are both really good players. Yeah, uh, ah. Jason Watson there, Scott Chandler. Like, no, nope. no, no, you went too far. Did I go too far? <laughs> that's my bracket. Oh, sorry, I meant. I meant like the top half. That's what I was. Oh, oh, no, no, no. I'm talking about like, yeah, quarters. Oh, uh, okay, quarters. Hmm. Um, I think, I think Tim Benke is the single best player in the Invitational, but I think his bracket is comparatively weak. Yeah, or it's yeah, yeah. Um, with the exception of Daniel, Mike. Yeah, Peter. you got Dan and Perrier, and they're gonna knock one of each other out. Yeah. And like I said, it's gonna be a coin flip because it's like it's the like, unstoppable who knows? Yeah, right. object. Don't know what's um, gonna go on there. Yeah, and then, uh, I want to say my my bracket's the hardest, but I think my bracket's the newest blood, with the exception of Jason Watt. because um, these are all players that have done really well this year. Yeah, um, but but haven't really been known before then. Yeah, definitely. I think <laughs> I think Brent Simon Michael Ireland is actually gonna be a really funny game because it could be whoever assassinates the other one within two turns. Yep. <laughs> There's definitely some names to miss on here. There's there's people you're used to seeing on here. Things have yeah, the wheel of time has turned somewhat. There's definitely a lot of a lot of newer people on there. A lot of um, a lot of names that are gone. It's been a it's been a hectic year. Could yeah, be interesting. Houston only has three players on there. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, well, there's a lot of people like coming out of D, like a, a bunch of the WTC players who I know. Uh, Decided not to, uh, or decided to take a break or or leave. Either way. Well, yeah, I, I took this year off WTC. Yeah, it's a, it's a hard thing to do every year. Yeah, well, that's why I mean, some countries like I know Australia was known for kind of going every other year because um, it just was a nightmare. And um, people have been talking a little bit about that the USA teams might need to start doing kind of a similar thing, have have a little bit of a, a cycle. Aside from the people who just. No, can go all the time because that's just how they are. But I think the ATC qualification thing is a really good idea. Yeah, um, mm -hmm. yeah, it gets kind of a different team in there every time. And... Yeah, I think I think I don't know that we can stretch to a third team every year. Probably not. No, yeah, I agree. Because I, I I feel like um, the third WTC team for America this year had some problems, mm. and it led to there were some like differences in like goals okay yeah like problems communication it, it sounded rough yeah uh oh what was it gonna say? the next one's in what poland yes is that correct god i would love to go to that yeah um i 
I have a lot of Polish uh, heritage, so I'm I'm very excited to. I just th- I I like I have like a disproportionate number of people from Poland that have like invited me to specifically <laughs> come play games with them. So it's just kind of like it's kind of a destination, I guess. If I was just gonna go play War Machine games somewhere, it's like check out Poland. Poland is awesome. Um, Fun. Fun. Poland is awesome for War Machine. Yeah. Um, if you can get there somehow, the exchange rate is such that for Americans it is extremely cheap, and the Polish are very happy to take our money. Yeah. Um, fun random fact: uh, CD Projekt Red, the guys who make the Witcher games, that's, are big War Machine fans. That's true, and yeah. also the Witcher is awesome. <laughs> uh, yeah, that is a great game series. <laughs> yes. Yes, and the Witcher Three just keeps getting cheaper. <laughs> okay. Although I need to play Middle Earth or Middle Earth Shadow Four because those games are great. Anyway, so we know there should be some pre-releases of War Machine Weekend, yeah. Oh, I'm so uh, so there. I want to there, play Barnabas Lord of Blood and Champions. So. Yeah, so so Revelator's pretty much confirmed. Mm-hmm. Barnabas could be. Yeah, I've it's seen, pop- any of the January releases are possible. Yeah. Um. It wouldn't surprise me if we saw something from the December stuff, uh, like any of the credit. It, I would not be totally surprised if a Champion of the Wall was there. Um, we've seen its model quite a bit. Uh, its actual like retailer artworks or a uh, fully painted like thing has been floating yeah. around. Could am, am I wrong in saying that um, the if we see fully painted uh, like retailer stuff, then that's usually a sign that they're yeah, usually that it seems like that's typically in the past been pretty pretty good. But sometimes when it's like really close, like the the Barnabas one was like pretty recent that that we actually saw that, so it's kind of hard to say. But I know the Paladin of the Wall's been been floating around for a little while. Um, I can't really think if anything else from the Christmas CID was like if we've really seen much of it. Painted Valkyries. Mm, yeah, Valkyries. I don't care about other factions. <laughs> yeah. I think we can paint old white. Yeah, important thing is the Revelator's there. <laughs> Finally. 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 Uh, for anybody who's wondering, it was Lock and Load 2015? Lock and Load 2015 that the book The Revelator was in came out. Not that you're bitter. Yeah, it's been like two years and like seven months or something like that. It's madness. When is um, the release date? Hmm? Is it on their official release schedule? Uh, yeah, yeah, it's there. It's okay. it's November twenty something. It's it's oh. later. It's just it's yeah. It's really soon, but it's just a little bit. It's just a little bit later in the month. Um, so really, I'm just you know, paying extra to just have it there at Warm Weekend. But mm-hmm. I'll be playing with it. I should have a you fully should. painted one. You should. Assuming, assuming we can get paint there, by the way. Hey, oh, well. any, anybody listening, if you're Ormish Weekend and you have there's, access there's to be, paint... <laughs> there's going to be plenty of paint in the uh, paint yeah, room, and also I'll, so. I'll check some. Yep. It'll be cool. Cool. <laughs> I'm bringing good. paint because I need Jaden to paint for me. <laughs> I love it. <laughs> yeah, I guess that's true. Yeah, I'll have to let you know what colors I need for my... I'm going to bring all I have. <laughs> I love it. And, and Jaden's going to complain about the quality. It's going to be amazing. <laughs> oh, <Jayden>. yeah. <laughs> it's not just Jaden. It's all those, you know, good painters. Yeah. And their requirements for quality materials. Oh my lord! Vengeance was before Lock and Load. It was. In, <laughs> it was. <laughs> Let me You're just make yourself this... mad. You got to stop looking at this stuff. I know, right? Was this? Is this the right one? Is this the book that it was in? I don't think it is. What book were the new no, Colossals in? What book were the new... Vengeance was Butcher 3, wasn't it? Uh, it had uh, Resnick 2 and uh, Gorshade 3 in it. Yeah. Um, yeah, but, I don't know. I don't remember. See, but you, you need to focus on the good. This is because of how horrible the Revelator went. That's why they're changing the release model to this sweet... Um, it's true. And, and I had said you know, a long time ago that I, I would really love to see them switch over to a no quarter based release schedule, and it was it was really cool to actually see that that change end up uh, end up being a thing. So, right. Yep. Oh, it was Reckoning, so it actually was Lock and Load. Yep. Yep. It's the same book as uh, Denny Three and Zerkova Two. Yeah. 
Coming back, baby. Yeah, Jacoba Two's got one of my favorite like artworks. I love it. Oh yeah, her art is freaking amazing. So good. Yeah, I just. <laughs> There's all these random things I like in Kador, and then I'm always like, man, I wish I actually liked Kador better. I know, right? Like, <laughs> so how can I play them without any of their robots? Like any, I mean, that's how they got me to want to play Scorn, right? It was like, oh, I could play Scorn, but without the stuff I don't like in it. <laughs> yeah. Like, one elephant. <laughs> one. Or no elephants at all. Screw Rush. Up. I don't need it for nothing. <laughs> Screw Rush. It's just going to be more rage. More razzlers. Yeah. Uh, what else is going on with me? So you guys are going to be doing a Champions event, right? So there's a Champions event that goes on during the beginning of the LCQ. It starts at yep. about the same time. Um, for God, that is going to be that's going to be a Shark Tank. I'm only going to be doing that if Blob comes out because yeah. I don't want to play Jaga Jaga. What? What? I play Midas though. I just don't want to bring up much crap. Reasonable. Yeah, uh, yeah. So there's a champions event that's going on. That's kind of for everybody who's you know not in the invitational or who is in the invitational and doesn't have anything else to do. Uh, Jaden, I know, is planning on going. Is is planning on playing in in champions, so he will be there. All um, Grimkin should play in champions. <laughs> yeah, right. If you're a Grimkin player and you have painted stuff, like just go play in the champions because it's just like oh, lists I probably was going to play anyway. Neat. And everybody else is limited. <laughs> yeah. Um, actually, there's a no-theme tournament. Oh, I kind of want to play that. Really? Oh, that would be kind of interesting. I don't want to like do too much like excess list building, because I'm probably yeah. not bringing my whole collection, and I always hate like feeling limited with it, so I'll, I don't know. I've, I've kind of been like making lists that are just for scrambles in case I like scrub out of LCQ and just end up doing that all day. Um, you know what? I'll I'll take the uh, circle models I'm buying from you and... Uh... Playing the company iron. That's perfect. <laughs> Nailed it. The white man in there, you make a good, make a good commander. Yeah. Actually, not strictly worse than Nightwish at all. Nope. Nope. Actually, Definitely I, not. I want to play the Tharn ladies and company of iron really badly. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, there's that going on. There's there's always scrambles happening. Uh, you can't really go too wrong with those. That's always been. I, I haven't usually. So it was kind of my here's my story with LCQ. Um, I've meant to play an LCQ twice, <laughs> and every time just like got there kind of late because <laughs> I was like slow or slept in a little or wanted to go to the store or something. So uh, I've I've most of my warm machine weekend has just been like you know uh, three solid days of just like playing scrambles pretty much all day. I think scrambles uh, are super fun and they're super fun. Yeah, they're they're really really fun. They're pretty quick. They run pretty well. Um, or they, they typically have been. Um, and it's just like a fun way to just get like a quick like snippet of like kind of competitive style play. Um, admittedly, it's got some some odd things to it since it's like one list and usually anyway they do do two list scrambles sometimes. Um, I've seen more, some more, where more better. Yeah, I've seen some where they do. Uh, last year they did um, CI or like it was like CID No, it wasn't because that wasn't like a. Yeah. What? <laughs> no, it was. I'm trying to think of what it was. It was there was an update incoming and they were playing like it was like a patch note scramble kind of like it was like oh, wow. we'll use the stuff that's not happened yet yeah there was one of those i didn't end up doing it because it was uh well, wasn't that steamroller oh i don't remember anymore continue i've forgotten but anyway yeah they they, they have a lot of they, they do little kind of variants on scrambles sometimes but you pretty much just go into the iron arena uh they'll, they'll have like sign up sheets all over the place um and you you kind of just have to stand around and wait for them to put a new sign-up sheet on because they fill up like instantly because there's just a billion people there. Um, the store always takes about 9,000 years, but it might be a little easier now because of the uh, pass, like the one you got. There will be some people who get through the store Thursday. <laughs> uh, so hopefully the store won't be quite as ridiculous because most Fridays it's like you get there at like 8 in the morning and it's like out the door. <laughs> it takes like hours to get through. So Yeah. Line up your ninjas. Pay for their <laughs> pay for their elite pass thing. Yeah, VIP yeah. Pass. Mm-hmm. Uh, you can always check out the painting area as well. I may actually spend time there. I've never really done that, but I've spent so much time painting now that it actually kind of interests me. And if Dallas I, is there, it'd be fun to go say hi to him. Um, I spent I spent time there because uh, I had to paint my unit too. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. Uh, I eat lunch in that room a lot. <laughs> 
because <laughs> there's always just like some empty tables in there um and it's kind of quieter than like the rest of the area uh and then you can often find doug hamilton there because he lives nearby so he's usually there um and that if you ever wanted to get spoilers on things you probably shouldn't see yet <laughs> finding <laughs> finding doug hamilton at warm Show weekend it's just because he, he's working on 3d sculpts for stuff um yeah. we know he's working on uh something for circle right now Ooh. i think a warlock it sounded like and an, i don't remember who the other one was there's two factions he said he was working on i found it in a post somewhere so yep yeah so anybody any war machine weekend it's a really, really good time. We're all going to be there. We're going to have uh, custom dice to hand out. Yeah, line of sight dice. Brett will I'll have to play against you. Oh, I'll have some? Mm-hmm. I want to get some. <laughs> yeah. No, yeah, we'll hand some to you. Uh, Jaden's got like 50 of them or something. Okay. Um, yeah, we just got like a little stack of them. Uh, they're neat. They're really cool colors. They have our logo on it. But they have a logo on it, which means they're probably not actually precise anymore. But Shh. Whatever. They'll probably cheat in your favor. Uh, likely. <laughs> no, actually, no. It will usually land six side down. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Typically. Although I've got one with a logo on it that I swear, like, it's my... I use it to do my starting roll every time because it's just my lucky die and it's fire orange. Uh-huh. And somebody just, like, uh-huh. handed it to me at Warm Machine Weekend, actually. And I feel like it just rolls really high most of the time. <laughs> I, I, I don't know if that's the case because I haven't really, like, checked it, but... I won a set of dice at a con, and after, like, six months, I had to stop using them because it rolled too well. Yeah, you're like, hmm. This, this seems something, unfair. Something, something's wrong with these. So, yeah. Yep, it'll be good times. Uh, yeah, like I said, this is, this is just a little bit more rambly. Um, we've, we've got these interesting brackets to look at. There's a lot to think about, um, but it's kind of hard to, like nail down a really good topic when we're sitting here just staring War Machine Weekend in the face. Uh, Whatever, It's going to be fun. Yep. It's going to be a really good time. Um, and we will, like, boy, will we have a lot to talk about after that. Yes. Um, that will be sweet. This is the first time that all three of us will be in the same hotel. Woo. Which is neat. I've never been in the same hotel room with Brett, so I don't know if he snores. <laughs> <laughs> Breaking news. <laughs> Brett is so, at the hotel room. Yeah, so I will report on <laughs> Brett's, Brett's uh, nasal yeah, situation. I knew I shouldn't have uh, signed those disclosure agreements when <laughs> I'd become an intern. Yep, it's the worst mistake you ever made. <laughs> um, yeah, it'll be a lot of fun. We're going to be painting up a revelator. I'll have a, a dubiously gorgeous revelator. <laughs> <laughs> um, right at the first day of the convention, and uh, we'll be hopefully setting up some battle reports and stuff with that, because uh, yeah. I think people will be excited, and we can finally stop the clock. After all oh, don't time. say that! Now it's not going to be there. Yeah, right. It'll just be like the truck bringing it in exploded, like literally fire everywhere. It'll just be like, wow. Some jackass bought them all and put them and set them on fire. <laughs> Saying something about playing men off in the first round. We didn't know who he was, but he was definitely from Texas. <laughs> he wasn't Canadian at all. Yeah. Yep. Blame it. Blame it on the Canadians. It's the perfect plan. Anyway, I think we're coming around to the end of what we can actually talk Bullshit. about here. Yeah. Yep. Yep. Bullshit. That's that's really what it is. Um. I like that we finally disco- we uh, discovered a podcast that um, is has a similar like analytical bent as us, and so we immediately we, went we pre- to the, proceed to proceed to immediately do the most like unfocused cast. Yeah, <laughs> yeah it's um, like well, they're doing our job, but maybe better. Whatever, they can do it. <laughs> this goes to show how important Jaden is to our uh, <laughs> our system here. Come back, Jaden. We miss you. Uh, yeah. Um, so yeah. Let's go into our our sweet, sorrowful goodbyes. Um, thanks to everybody who supports us on Patreon. Uh, that's seriously been a huge help. The only reason that uh, Jane and I are able to make it a Warm Machine Weekend is because of the help from there. So we're really excited and really grateful about that. If you do want to check it out, go to patreon.com slash LOSWarmMachine. There's a few different tiers on there. Relatively cheap. Depends on how much you want to throw in. Uh, and that's, yeah, we use that. It helps make sure we do keep uh, things going on every week. Keep good content coming out in general and it also goes towards um other things we want to get done uh, if we want more equipment for for adding on any kind of stuff um 
Yeah, it's definitely a process. Helps pay for the site. All that good stuff. Uh, huge thanks to Broken Egg Games for their support for us. We just got in the, um, uh, was it the, like, um, upgrade pack for uh, terrain. So it's got, like, Burning Earth and the Acid and Rubble. And it's really bright, and it's really, really cool. And I actually kind of want to use Burning Earth as uh, last site blocking terrain, because I've not really seen that done before. It is. It's cloud. Yep. It's perfect. And Steamroller means it doesn't randomly go away. That's part of the core rules. Except for like... Windblast. <laughs> Except for Windblast, right, which is really funny. It's, as, soon as, as soon as Burning Earth starts getting put in the middle of the table, it's Grail. It's all Grail at that point. It's just Grail for days. Grail all the way down. Yep. <laughs> And the other caster with Windblast, too. I've forgotten. Um, Flat 2, the much better caster. Flat 2, practically Grail. <laughs> Ouch. <laughs> um, you can, of course, use the code LOS5. Like, we figured out a way to work Circle Salt into this whole thing. Um, <laughs> you... <laughs> I mean, Which is sad, because I think Grail's salt. actually kind of cool in Mark 3. Yeah. If you don't yeah. want Circle Salt, you're listening to the wrong podcast. You've come to the wrong place. <laughs> You're like, I'd like to avoid circles, though. Let's go to the one with three jaded <laughs> circle players that all left at the beginning of the Yeah. Anyway, uh, on Broken Egg Games, you can use the code LOS5CODE, get 5% off on their store. Our website is LOSWarMachine.com. Uh, Twitter is at LOS underscore Chandler. I'm not going to say Jaden's because he should be here. Uh, and at chokeobsessed underscore LL. If you really need to find Jaden, you can do it. Uh, email is loswarmhordes at gmail.com. Really, that email is about 99% spam, so it's always fun when something else goes in there. Uh, you can find our Facebook, which is Line of Sight. It's just a podcast radio station page thing. All of our stuff goes through there. Um, we will actually, I should note this, uh, Jaden and I both will be linking our uh, Twitter accounts to the Line of Sight Facebook uh, for War Machine Weekend. So it will probably... Um, You'll probably get a lot more notifications than normal, but it'll just kind of update everything that's going on. We'll have pictures and uh, letting people know how we're doing in the events and things like that. So if you want to kind of keep uh, up to date on what we're doing, either our Twitter or our, our Facebook, we'll, we'll do pretty well with that. And then any of us are pretty good about messaging on Facebook, um, unless Facebook just doesn't notify us we have a message, which happens a lot, actually, because Facebook is the literal worst. <laughs> yes. Except for all the other ones. Yeah, it's it's the absolute worst, except for just about every other social media site, because <laughs> as much as we all loved MySpace long ago, uh, and uh, Google+, Plus, of course, the social media site whose primary selling point is that nobody is on it. It's so... It's so wow. exclusive. That's, yeah, that's it's it, Google Plus is so exclusive that it just makes you have one, even if you didn't actually want one. And people can just add you to things, and it's the worst. Anyway, I spend so much time on social media. It's I have strong opinions about all the different things. <laughs> Apparently, so I have the 280 character Twitter thing, and I didn't realize that wasn't like normal. <laughs> what? I, th I thought everybody got that, but I, apparently it's just random people, and I happen to be one of them. So I get to write all these novels on Twitter. It's wonderful. It's not really a tweet. What's like a what's like a way bigger version of something tweeting? Twitter. Like, well, no, like there's got to be like a noise, right? Like Twitter is because it's like a it's like a little squeaky sound. Oh, it's like what would be like a trill? Is it like a like a honk, like from like a goose? <laughs> I'm With honking. Canadian, maybe. Yeah, maybe. <laughs> I don't know. Anyway, all right. I think that'll about do us for uh, for this week. But we will uh, talk to you guys next week. Hopefully, the cast should be pretty much on schedule. Um, assuming we can make sure to record like Tuesday or Wednesday, or if we're actually doing a recording live at Warmshire Weekend, which we will see. It just depends on depends on what we can get there. So. Uh, but yeah, talk to you at Warmshire Weekend for sure. And we come up, will come up and say hi to us. Yes. Yes. I accept hugs. <laughs> I don't give hugs, but I accept hugs. Uh, I'll do the uh my one way hugger. <laughs> I'll do the I'll do the awkward I am concerned about my own masculinity hand grab and arm bump thing. It's perfect. I'm more concerned about the spread of disease and conventions, but That's reasonable. <laughs> we just like kinda of bow at each other like Japan style, just like just stay away a little bit, put a mask on. It, it's not an American convention without some cultural appropriation. Yes. And on that note, yep. on that note, <laughs> we'll see you all at the petri dish. <laughs> see y'all around.